The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. And for those of you that check this out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Yes, it does feel good to be home even if it's just for one day and one show. You can see my background. It is good to be home, and it is good to have a new week because that means I get to give out new winners. We want winners. We love winners. We'll have a spread the word winner. I am noticing you guys that notice us. I'm noticing those of you that engage with any of our posts for the first time at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and at Ross Tucker Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Intern Casey does a phenomenal job. She's awesome. I appreciate you guys appreciating some of the highlight clips from the shows that she posts by interacting with them one way or the other. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Let's do it again. We had a bunch last week. Let's do even more. I am sending you a signed picture or a signed football card, period. You take advantage of the DraftKings Sportsbook app offer, throw the code Ross in, take a screenshot, forward it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. There's no entering anything. You win. You get a signed picture or card, just let me know. The picture is the Bills. The cards can be Washington or the Cowboys or the Bills. Still got a bunch of those. YouTube shout-out later in the week. I just posted on YouTube the shout-out from my guy, Jeff Etherton. He wanted it for a friend, a specific friend, Brian, who's a big Bills fan. I gave him a shout-out. People pay for that on Cameo, and he got it for free just commenting over at YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Patron shout-out, Micah Sedmark. Micah, I love it. Micah's already been engaged on our private Slack channel for all the Tuckheads. I love it, Mike. We've already interacted a little bit. I already know more about you. Keep them coming. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's where you get all the even money bets, Friday picks, press box food grades from Jason Montgomery, and power rankings. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. 
Good morning, Ross. Well, uh, week nine just about in the books. So give me your overall themes before we dive into each one of these games individually. Yeah, just as an aside, okay, as you can, guys can see, Brian's not home right now. He's in a hotel room in Los Angeles before he flies back. It's 5 a.m. I just want you guys to know sometimes we jump through a bunch of hoops to get these done for you, but it is our pleasure. You deserve it. We love you. You guys are loyal to us. And you spread the word. So we find a way one way or the other, even when Brian and I are flying all over the place, to be able to get these shows for you. I will be flying to Indianapolis today because I've got Eastern Michigan at Ball State Wednesday night. A little bit more maction for CBS Sports Network. So hello, Muncie, Indiana. Anyway, just a little props for Bri. You know, it was interesting, Bri, because the favorites, in terms of takeaways for me, the favorites really took care of business in the one o'clock games. And I got destroyed on my even money bets. Now, listen, I battled back in the late games, battled back Sunday night. I got a teaser with the Raiders. I just need the Patriots to win tonight to battle back to make it a respectable week for me. But early on, Brian, all of the almost all the underdogs I took, right? You guys know I like taking underdogs. The Bears, plus five and a half, were getting demolished by the Titans. The Broncos, plus four, getting annihilated by the Falcons. The Colts, plus three, were behind by a couple touchdowns to the Ravens. The Lions, plus four and a half, getting smashed by the Vikings. I mean, it was bad. It was really, really bad. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to have any even money listeners anymore. And that is rare. It's rare to have such a lack of drama in the 1 p.m. games. There wasn't really a whole lot of drama or close games. And it's rare to have that many favorites winning by double digits. Now, you know, window dressing for the Bears late, window dressing for the Broncos late. We'll get into those games. But there wasn't really drama. I mean, it wasn't really notable or, oh, my gosh, this could go either way. You know, they battled back to make it one-score games, but it was not – these games were never in doubt, and really even the bets were never in doubt. It's rare, really rare in the NFL for favorites that were laying points to be that dominant like they were. Big-time lack of drama. However, in terms of the themes from the week, the late games made up for it. I mean, the late games had all kinds of drama. The game you were at, Bry. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable game. We'll get to that. The Raiders and the Chargers, crazy ending. The Steelers and Cowboys was a nail-biter. The Dolphins and Cardinals. I mean, the three late games were awesome, absolutely awesome, and made up for the lack of drama at the 1 p.m. games. And then, you know, the other thing is, these are why they play the games, Bry. You know what I mean? Like, the Bucks getting their asses whipped by a bunch of gosh darn saints. You know what that's from, Bry? No, I don't. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh my gosh, I do know that. Yeah. John Goodman. He's like, You guys just got your asses whipped by a bunch of gosh darn nerds. I'll the alpha betas. I tell you what, I I I do something about it. 
power you guys. I, 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 I do something about it. I, and then they all run and they go after the nerd. Oh, man. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Brian, side note, one of the first movies I saw boobs on. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the, I mean, uh, Revenge of the Nerds, when they had like the hidden cameras at the sorority. I don't know how old I was, 10, 11, 12, but that was awesome. I watched that movie on repeat. That and um, European Vacation, when Rusty's with the German girl. Those yep. like those two movies. My mom thought I was watching Sound of Music, which is amazing because of that one scene. <laughs> it definitely was not Sound of Music, but I specifically remember those two movies as some of the first movies I saw boobs on. Very Man, nice. That was yeah. Those were the days, dude. Those were the days. Anyway, how do we talk about stuff like this? How did that happen? Oh, asses whipped. Anyway, uh, the Bucks got their butts whipped by the New Orleans Saints. That was crazy. I mean, we'll get to the game, but I, I was not expecting that. And how about the Cowboys giving the Steelers an absolute run for their money? Was not expecting that whatsoever at all. What I am expecting with the holidays coming up is for each and every one of you to go to Mac Weldon because Mac Weldon is awesome. They've got a totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level one gets you free shipping for life. Once you reach level two by spending $200, you get 20% off every order for the next year. I get button-down shirts from there now. I've gotten my white polo shirts from there now. You can get awesome uh, underwear from Mack Weldon. It's legit. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Tucker and enter promo code Tucker. That's Mac Weldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com slash Tucker, promo code Tucker for 20% off Mac Weldon, reinventing men's basics. Tucks takes. Daniel Jones and the Giants beat Washington 23 to 20. Jones is now 4-0 against Washington, yet he's only 1-16 against the rest of the NFL. That is crazy. And look, I don't know if you're feeling great about this win if you're a Giants fan. I mean, they got a big lead. They held on. But they won the turnover battle plus five. And they barely won. I mean, Washington had the ball with Alex Smith late multiple times, multiple chances to go ahead and win the game. Alex Smith threw picks. Alex Smith, look, there's a lot of positives. The story is incredible, but he's clearly not 100%. And you can see that when he tries to move at all. I mean, he looks like he's about 70% of what he used to be in terms of mobility. Kind of hard to watch, you know? And it can't be easy to play that way. I mean, the NFL, Bry, hard enough as it is. Kyle Allen had a gruesome injury. Daniel Jones didn't turn it over, so that's good, but he didn't. Still didn't really play that great. Washington might have found another receiver, by the way. Cam Sims making some plays. Ducks takes. The Chicago Bears dropped their third in a row, 24-17 to the Titans in Tennessee. Just when I started to believe in the Bears, just when I said I was wrong about the Bears, they're kind of proving me right every week. 
The offense isn't good enough. As good as the defense is. I mean, the Titans have a good offense, only had 228 yards. As good as the Bears' defense is, the offense just can't hold up their end of the bargain. Period. Uh, they digged a huge hole before some window dressing, garbage yards, garbage points late. Some critical turnovers. I mean, that David Montgomery fumble and Desmond King returned for the touchdown, that was really the play of the game. I mean, that ended up being the difference in the game. A.J. Brown had a huge day for the Titans, kind of got back where we thought he would be this year. Jayon Brown and Harold Landry helped the Titans have a much, much better performance on defense than they had been having. Tuck's takes. Dalvin Cook continued to impress yesterday. Career high, 252 scrimmage yards and two rushing touchdowns in the Vikings' 34-20 win over the Lions. You know what he did with the to the Vikings' running game, Bry? He kept it cooking. Ah, very good. He kept it cooking. You get that? That's yeah. Look, I'm just telling you guys right now. You you can't get wit like that from other podcasts. Okay, like they so let you know Dalvin what? cook. What's that? They let Dalvin cook. Yes. Okay. Nice, Bry. Thanks. See, now you shouldn't get that much credit because I kind of already put it out there. But I understand the Russell Wilson let it cook. I just like these are the moments. We got to post this on social media. You can't get that from like other podcasts. They're not witty like that to use Dalvin's last name to talk about the effectiveness of the Vikings running game. Boom. Uh, look, Detroit's run defense. Horrific. Matthew Stafford got hurt after two brutal interceptions, which really cost the Lions any chance to get back in the game. Chase Daniel threw a bad one. I mean, the Detroit Lions blocked two punts and lost the game by 14 points. There's there's no way that's happened before. You block two punts, and you lose a game by 14 points? It's almost physically impossible to do. Tuck takes. Patrick Mahomes became the fastest player in NFL history to throw 100 touchdown passes. He did it in only 40 games. It's four less than Dan Marino. Chiefs over the Panthers, 33-31. So this is what's kind of crazy about the Chiefs right now. The defense was not great. Uh, The Panthers put up an impressive performance, some good numbers. I I love the way Teddy Bridgewater's playing and putting it all on the line and selling out despite that serious injury he had. I mean, he is playing, diving, scraping, trying to get this young team. He's trying to prove that he should be the guy in Carolina long term, and I love him for it. I love him selling out like that. Christian McCaffrey played really well, although he clearly hurt his shoulder late in the game, something to keep an eye on. And it still doesn't matter, Brian, because Mahomes is that good. Mahomes is that good that even though the defense wasn't great, even though the Chiefs couldn't run the football, the Chiefs still win. So impressive. Tuck's takes. J.J. Watt recorded his 100th sack in the Texans' 27-25 win in Jacksonville. Now that is the seventh consecutive loss for the Jags. Yeah, the Jags are who we thought they were. We gave them two games to try to – the first two games where they go, oh, Jags aren't bad. No, they're bad. They're really bad. Uh, you know, I will say, first of all, kudos to, to J.J. Watt. 100 sacks is unbelievable. I mean, that's unbelievable. And the reason why, Bri, is because once you're a guy that has a good season, every week 
the offensive line coach, the coordinator are like, okay, we got to take care of JJ. We got to double team him. We got to chip him. We got to slide to him. It, it becomes much, once you're a marked man, it's much, much harder to get sacks. That's why the guys that do it consistently year in and year out are so impressive to me. So impressive. Uh, Deshaun Watson performed well again, both his arm and legs, because they didn't have much of a running game after David Johnson got hurt. And I thought, you know, Greg Cosell, I think that surprised a lot of people, Bri. We posted that on YouTube and our social handles, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, about him feeling like Deshaun Watson's played the best football of his career over the last month by far. It's really impressive. I saw Ramita Kimes liked it. I mean, Deshaun played well again. But let's give some credit to our guy, Jake Luton. You know, some people don't know how to pronounce his last name. We've known it for a while now at this point. Jake Luton, he had some really positives. I mean, that the game he had throwing the ball to DJ Chark. How about that late game drama and spin move touchdown was like slow motion spin move. Kind of hilarious from Jake Luton. But I, I mean, he did some positive things. I think they need to see what they have in him the rest of the year. Tucks takes. The Ravens bounce back from last week's loss to beat the Colts yesterday. 24-10, 31 straight games with at least 20 points for the Baltimore Ravens. That is an NFL record. Yeah, that's really impressive. I mean, that kind of consistency. You should win a lot of games if you're scoring over 20 points 31 times in a row. You use the word, Brian. I'm going to use it against what I have written down in my notes. Impressive bounce back and comeback by the Ravens. A, to bounce back from the devastating Steelers loss, but then B, to actually come back in that game against the Colts shows an impressive maturity to this Ravens bunch. Yes, there was a controversial, you know, Marcus Peters interception. I I understand that. But Lamar Jackson was much better in the second half. They got the run game going against a good indie defense. That was a really impressive win, I thought, for the Ravens that they had. I mean, to win against a good Colts team on the road by two touchdowns, even though you were down in the game, that's a nice win for Baltimore. Tucks takes. Buffalo Bills are seven and two for the first time since 1993. They built Russell, they beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks 44-34. Wow, man. Now this was this was like MVP candidate Josh Allen again. That's what this was. Josh Allen coming out, playing extremely well. This is the guy that we thought it could be before the year. So kudos to Josh Allen. This is who he was the first month of the season. Felt like he kind of lost it for a little bit there, but he got it back. I mean, was hitting a bunch of different receivers, had a running touchdown. Awesome performance by Josh Allen. I think actually puts him back in the MVP race a little bit, especially since it was at the detriment of Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks defense was preposterous. Somehow they had seven sacks and still gave up all those yards, all those points. It's hard to do. Jaron Reed had a couple sacks. I don't I don't understand how you get that many sacks and still give up that many points, that many everything. And the turnovers for Russell Wilson were critical. I mean, the fumbles, the interceptions makes it very difficult to win. We know that that is the most important stat 
in the sport of football. Tucks takes. The Atlanta Falcons beat the Denver Broncos 34-27, three touchdowns from Matt Ryan. So the Broncos dug a big hole. I feel like this is like their script now. They dug a big hole that Drew Locke almost got them out of late again, but not really. I mean, the game was really never that much in doubt. There was no Calvin Ridley for the Falcons. So, uh, Olimide Zacchaeus, I called his state championship game, St. Joe's Prep. He had a big day. The former St. Joe's Prep Hawk, the former UVA running back turned wide receiver, had a big day. Matt Ryan was solid as the Broncos defense. Let's be honest, Bry. The Broncos defense just is not what I thought it could be or was, even after they had had, you know, that performance against the Patriots and Cam Newton. And then I thought they played well against Patrick Mahomes. They're not the real deal. Broncos let me down, man. Absolutely let me down with me having them at four and a half points over at DraftKings. Look, the cool thing about DraftKings. They are ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's a pretty cool opportunity. You bet they cover you risk-free Sunday with all of Sunday's action. So think about that, okay? You can bet on any of the games next week, whatever it is, Giants, Eagles, I don't care. You bet $100. If you're wrong, they will go ahead and reimburse you. That's pretty cool, man. Very cool. Uh, plus, they've got all kinds of promotions and boosts every single day on this year's tournament at Augusta. At Augusta. It's this week. So they're all over that. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right, you bet, and they cover you up to $100 when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Risk-free coverage, paid out in site credits, of course. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tux Takes. Back-to-back weeks at the Los Angeles Chargers. Lost the game on the final play. Yesterday, Raiders over L.A., 31-26. That's nine straight losses for the Chargers against AFC West opponents. How was the uh, how was the food, Bri? So we had a choice. You had a box lunch choice of either a corned beef sandwich, grilled chicken, or peanut butter and jelly. Included in the box, some potato salad, a cookie, and some chips. Not overly impressed. Now at halftime, they did have. Well, I had hot dogs. Okay, I'm, I don't. I don't eat that. But uh, I'm going to upgrade them to a B minus because the brownies, the nice big chocolate brownies with white chocolate chips in them that they had at halftime. So we're going to go B minus. White chocolate chips inside the brownies. Yeah, inside a dark brownie. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm not a big white chocolate person. I had a brownie at my press box meal. It was barbecue chicken, which I love barbecue chicken. It's just like when you're going to be on TV, it's dangerous. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's dangerous. And they had corn on the cob and 
potatoes. It was good. UNLV. It's good. That stadium, by the way, have you been there yet, Brian? I'm sorry, say again? Have you been to the Raiders stadium yet? I have not. Hoping to go in a couple of weeks. So how? tell me, how was it? Dude, it's unbelievable. I mean, first of all, the TV booth is like the biggest booth I've ever seen. I, I, it's it's crazy how big it is. And it the thing looks awesome from the outside. It is just, it is spectacular. I'm Absolutely looking forward to that. spectacular. Um, loved it. Uh, loved being there. Good game, too. UNLV Fresno. Good game. I enjoyed it. I know some of you got a chance to watch it. Uh, Derek Carr had a fumble at the end of the first half, which just gave the Chargers a field goal. I mean, gave them three points, which I thought could be the difference in the game and almost was the difference in the game with what happened at the end. Other than that, though, I thought Derek Carr played really well again. I mean, he kind of ran it a couple times well, getting Aguilar involved, Waller, Devontae Booker, and Jacobs. Herbert's a stud, absolute stud, and yet another crazy, heartbreaking Chargers ending. I mean, Brian, did you think he caught it? Initially, it, it looked like he caught it. You had to see like five angles on TV to, to realize he didn't catch it. Tuck takes. The Pittsburgh Steelers overcame a 13-point deficit to, ve- to defeat Dallas 24-19. They are 8-0 for the first time in franchise history. It's hard to believe with all the Super yeah. Bowls that this is the first time in franchise history they're 8-0. Cowboys special teams were a major factor. Kudos to the Cowboys, especially in some of their returns, the uh, fake, the um, throw the ball back across the field. You know, John Fossil gave his team every opportunity possible to win this game, and they still weren't able to get it done, unfortunately. Uh, Ben was – Ben Roethlisberger was actually better after the injuries, after the injury to his knee, after he banged up his knee and went in the locker room. He was actually better after that. The Steelers did not dominate the line of scrimmage as much as I kind of thought they would. So kudos to the Cowboys, a very uh, impressive performance, a valiant effort with Garrett Gilbert at quarterback, but ultimately not enough. Tux takes. You know I'm going to do it. Miami Dolphins are 2-0 since they switched starters. The final over the Cardinals, 34-31. Yeah, so because so many people have already done that on Twitter, that's actually lame that you just did that. Like, that's like like me saying Dalvin had the Vikings run game cooking. It's obviously unbelievably cheesy, but I don't see other people doing that. The Tua and O under Tua, I mean, I saw that 30 times on, on Twitter. It was like people tweeting about how much they were going to drink during election night. This is me right now. And like they'd have a picture of a guy drinking. Like, yeah, I saw that 12 times already, dude. It's not a funny joke at this point. Anyway, um, wow. Tua played much better. Certainly more mobile at this level than I kind of thought he would be or maybe than Greg Cosell gave him credit for. Uh, But he was awesome, other than maybe a couple times where he threw the ball away really poorly. Uh, Kyler Murray was electric with his feet dropping bombs to guys like Christian Kirk. Incredible. Really, really was incredible. Kyler Murray might be the most entertaining quarterback to watch, but ultimately Zane Gonzalez is short on a 49-yard field goal. 
I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I tweeted this Brian at Ross Tucker NFL. I haven't gotten an answer yet. How was he short on a 49 yard field goal? Like, how does that even happen? I have no idea. Tucks takes. An ugly one last night in Sunday Night Football for Tom Brady. The first time he's ever got swept by a divisional opponent. Saints win big over the Bucks, 38-3. Swept. No touchdowns. I mean, this is a game where you just flush it and you move on. If you're the Bucks, I cannot believe that that happened. I mean, I, I had the Saints on the Even Money podcast getting five and a half points. But nobody, and I mean nobody, expected that. Saints dominated in every way. Breeze was on time, in rhythm. 11 different receivers in the first half. Taysom Hill was productive. Sometimes I am skeptical of him. I doubt that. He did a good job. I don't know where this Saints defense has been. Demario Davis was awesome. Malcolm Jenkins. I don't know what happened to the Bucs offense. I don't know what happened to the Bucs defense. I mean, it'll be curious to see if this propels the Saints to playing this way and momentum the rest of the year. I don't know if the Bucs have a major bounce back from this or their confidence is crushed. I don't know, man. It was it was a pretty crazy performance. Shout-outs, by the way, go to Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. We will have the Even Money podcast tomorrow. We will have the College Draft Podcast tomorrow. Not doing it today because Brian has to go catch his flight. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.